You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Welcome to the Overwhelmed to Resilient podcast with Dr. Phyllis Hayes Reigns, the one-stop podcast for Christian women who want to unplug from feeling overwhelmed and plug into their inner superpower of resilience so that they can live a life of peace and joy and in God's purpose. Hello, it's Dr. Phyllis Hayes-Reams, your host, welcoming you back to the Overwhelmed to Resilient podcast. And today's episode is episode number 10. And the subject is jumpstart your resilience with a 15-minute daily routine. Now, just stop. Don't freak out. People hear the word routine and everyone wants to start running because you feel like it, you know, like Ick, another routine, another routine. But no, routine just means something that you do continually. And I'm talking about 15 minutes a day. Now, for some people, myself, for example, I need to start my day with at least 15 minutes at least 15 minutes of letting my brain just kind of be quiet. And in that 15 minutes is just starting by thank you, Lord, for another day. Just thank you, Lord, for sparing me one more night. Thank you for giving me just even a portion of health uh, of the mind that I can do what I need to do. And I encourage you to realize every day is a new opportunity, a new chance to change things. And it does wonders. I say 15 minutes, some people do longer. But even while you're grabbing your coffee, just say for that 15 minutes, I'm going to focus on my coffee. If it's reading a devotional, as I said, even before that, I like to have some quiet. I'd like to look out the window and I've shared with many of you that I love getting up early enough in the morning when it's still dark. And I like to just look out the window and see it change from dark to light. I don't know. It just really inspires me because I feel like every day is a new opportunity to keep on growing. So I really encourage you. And I thought about as I've shared with many of you, I've recently been cleaning at my parents' house and my mom passed away in 2021, as I've shared with you. And and I've been putting off doing any cleaning because, you know, it's a process. But I, I, I've been doing it over the past couple months and and it's really been a, it's been a really good experience. And a, it's taking a sad situation and allowing me to really um, do life review, get in touch with her, finding things like cards I made for her and my dad when I was a little girl, Um, even found a letter I wrote to my brother that's 10 years between us. He was in college. 
I was in elementary school and uh, and I wrote him a, a letter, you know, it's just cracking, cracking me up. I told him we both are like, you know, we both are over 40, you know, well, okay. We both were over 50, you know, and to see that, to see that letter, we just cracked me up in the cursive writing. But anyway, but uh, I thought about during that time, I just really thought about how God has blessed me with so many wonderful women in my life. And especially I wanted to highlight my aunt. She was my aunt by marriage and her name was Delphine Hayes. We called her Amy, and she taught me the 23rd Psalm. And they, she and my uncle didn't have children. My brother and I really feel like we were her, their children. We did so many things together. You know, they would come with my parents to back to school night, to open house. Well, not so much back to school night, but um, to open house and during elementary school, I transferred from my private school to the public school near after my parents moved nearer to that house. And they lived near the elementary school as well. So I would walk um, from their house to elementary school because my mom had to be at work early. So she dropped me off there. And those are just great memories, just great memories. And so my uncle and I, we'd have our activities that we would do and we'd watch cartoons and all of that in the morning. But then when my aunt would get up, we knew that it was time to watch Good Morning America. And um, usually, you know, we'd have different conversations, but especially when I would stay with them over the weekend. And so Sunday mornings, it was just her ritual that we would work on memorizing the 23rd Psalm. So the reason I share that is often now, years later, when maybe I I don't necessarily want to listen to something, I just want to speak to the Lord and be connected with him before I start the day. I just recite and pray on the 23rd Psalm because I think for me, it just recenters me. So in I'll read from, read from the new King James version. And as you know, there's multiple versions you can choose from. And I encourage you not, now you want to get a reputable version, uh, but you want to find a version that speaks to your heart. You don't, you know, there's certain versions I use for different things because it'll state it in the way that I want to use that scripture. Yet find the version that speaks to you and encourages you to read and study. So the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. 
Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, the reason that I like to focus on that is, for me, it sums it up. It just sums it up. First, it's saying, God, I recognize you're my shepherd. You are my true north. I want to focus. Please help me focus on you. Keep you in mind through everything I say I do today. And I shall not want. The fact that I want him to continue to cultivate in me that I really do have everything that I need. And it it says I shall not want. It means it's not wanting someone else other than God to be our true north. That's the way I look at it, that he fills me. And we're not necessarily talking about material things. He makes me lie down in green pastures that I can find restoration in him. It says he leads me beside the still waters that I can find comfort. I can find acceptance. I can find rest as long as I abide in him. It's again, recognizing who truly has my back. Truly, 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 truly. You know, God plants wonderful people in our lives that we love, our friends and our family. But he always has our back because only he truly knows how we feel, what we're truly experiencing inside when we may not even be able to communicate that to other people. He restores my soul. So he is a place of restoration. He leads me in the path of righteousness. He wants us to go the right way. He is that that GPS system that we have to really continue to try to follow that GPS. People look at us like we're crazy because we're believers or there'll be temptation. I'm getting ahead of the scripture, but God is where we get the right decisions, discernment and righteousness. And let me go back. It says he leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. So God pours in us his spirit and the Holy Spirit, as I see it, wants us to be right because in everything that we we pray that we say, we think and we do, we do want it to be reflective of God through Jesus Christ. Now, I'm going to admit to you, that's why I have to pray on it because my thoughts aren't always right. Now, I'm human. All of us are human. But I ask the Lord to every day renew in me that commitment to be righteous. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And when I think of death, yes, it's talking about our our flesh, the limit of our life. But I also feel like it's we walk in the shadow of the world we live in. You know, it's spiritual warfare. Just like the Holy Spirit works in us, we know Satan can get busy in us too and other people the same way. And with all the craziness going on in the world, 
So although we we walk through all of this, the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And this is something that all of us every day have to pray on because it's so easy because again, we're not perfect. We're flesh and blood to live in fear, to live in anxiety, to be scared about what lies ahead because of what we see. So I will fear no evil for you because God is with us for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. These are the, the, really referring to the fact that God has the armor, his rod that he stands on, um, the staff, they comfort me. So he, he can protect me. That's really what I see it as. He prepares, you prepare. Let me read the scripture, right? Okay. Um, I'm trying to make it so that it engages you, but let me read it straight first. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And this was powerful for me because I went through a time where I, I'm going to be honest, I felt like, Lord, what is happening? And you've heard me talk about in that episode, a couple episodes back about toxic workplaces and different things, not just at work, but there was just a time when things kind of hit the fan. And that was back in, you know, that year of 2019 to 2020. And, and it's saying that God will take care of us and he'll judge our enemies. We will still prosper. He will bring us success even in the presence of those spirits and through working through those people that seem to be against us, those people in those situations that are falsely accusing us or coming up to challenge us. Nobody can truly win over us. God has our back, our front, our side, our top, our bottom. And he anoints us with oil, which means he anoints us as his children. And my cup runs over. He'll give us everything that we need. Now understand, you know, everything we we want may not be what we need. So there are times he's going to say no. But when we truly hit that point where we really can be grateful for what's most important in life, then we realize that our cup is overflowing with blessings of what he's taking us to, what he's taken us from what he's kept us from in spite of ourselves, truly our blessings are running over. And it says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. It may feel uncomfortable at times, but truly know that if we believe that God wants the best for us, his goodness and his mercy will surround us all our days. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. And that talks about the eternity um, of our spirits. You know, we believe that, that after this fleshly life, we will go with Jesus Christ. So this is just an example of a scripture that I will recite that I will recite to myself when maybe I 
just need to get quiet. And again, I do that every day. It may be just, as I said, looking out the window and just sitting there and watching, just letting my brain be quiet before the day starts and not just jumping up and starting. And that's why there's power in getting up a little earlier so you have that. So you get up before if you have kids or you're a caregiver and you have to take care of your loved one or or a friend, whoever you're caring for, you have to take a moment so that you feel you. You feel like an individual and not all the roles that you're going through during the day. And when my brain is racing and, and I need to slow it down, that's what I'm saying. I will recite that 23rd Psalm because it just helps me bring it all into perspective. So I encourage you to find a scripture. If, you know, if your brain is racing, maybe it's that devotional if your brain's racing, but also there is power and just getting quiet, going, sitting in a corner and just letting your brain go blank. Now, I've talked about doing it before the day starts. Sometimes you may need to do it midday or when life is getting crazy, or maybe you need to do it. You say, okay, lunch, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my lunch break and that's what I'm going to do. Or maybe your routine is at night after you've made sure all your tasks, you've cared for your loved one, you've put your kids, you've gotten them together, you made sure they did homework or whatever tasks you need to do at home. Maybe it's finishing what you need to do for work because you know often of us bring work home, get all of that done. And before you jump in the bed, and instead of turning something on to go to sleep with, is just taking a time to recenter over and review the day and grab that, you know, tea or grab that coffee. I know I'm one of those people who pretty much I can drink coffee whenever, but I, it may be decaf. It may be your cup of tea, or maybe not, maybe it's just some water, whatever it is, or maybe nothing. Maybe you just get in a corner and just center yourself. So I just encourage you today to establish a routine. And I said 15 minutes. I've had times where I've just had 10 minutes and I've done that. And I'm talking about quiet time. And in other episodes, I've talked about um, how you can be present even when you're doing other things. And I'm going to talk about it again in, in a future episode. But I encourage you to don't overthink it. Don't overcomplicate it. But it really does mean a lot to find a moment. You have to make it, not even find it. You have to just take it when you get quiet so you can reignite 
your energy, reignite your resilience and cut, cut the, the monotony so that you stop feeling like your life is just living you and you're actually living your life with intention and purpose. So I hope that this episode has been helpful to you. And I look forward to having you join me again next time on the Overwhelm to Resilient podcast. Be blessed. Bye-bye now. Thanks so much for joining me today for today's episode of Overwhelmed to Resilient, where we unplug from feelings of overwhelm and plug into our inner resilience so that we can live lives of joy and in God's purpose through mind, body, and faith reset. If today's episode resonated with you, please subscribe. And if you know someone who would also find value, please share it with them. I look forward to being with you every week. Take care and I'll see you next time for Overwhelmed to Resilient.